So in this hour, it's just you and me, your opinions, your comments, your questions, your concerns. Uh, that's the way to join us. And speaking of concerns, a lot of people concerned on not just the left, the Democrats, uh, with regard to Donald Trump, uh, with regard to a report of Russian interference in this election by the CIA, um, but also – um, you know, now that we're seeing, you, you know, uh, now that we're seeing a secretary of state uh, nominee um, to, uh, uh, you know, appoint Rex Tillerson, who is a friend of the Kremlin and good buddies, a bromance, if you will, with Vladimir Putin. Uh, this is concerning, definitely concerning. Uh, President-elect Donald Trump actually feels very differently about this CIA report. Now, I want to be clear, John McCain, Marco Rubio, Lindsey Graham, even Mitch McConnell feel that based on this report, you have got to look into this. You have got to look into any allegation, any feeling, or any evidence that points to any kind of interference in our election, especially from a nation like Russia, who at one time was our enemy, and although might be an ally, still has people who spy on us, and who we have numerous, numerous in intelligence authorities who feel they were the ones who hacked the information that was provided to Julian Assange and that was uh, put out uh, through WikiLeaks. Um, you notice, up until the election, once Hillary Clinton was not our president, and not to be our president, not elected, silence. Have you have you seen anything on John Podesta, WikiLeaks, Hillary Clinton, from Julian Assange, even from Julian Assange? No. And that's exactly what I predicted. Here is Donald Trump and his comments on that CIA report of Russian interference in the election. Here's what he told Chris Wallace yesterday on Fox News Channel. According to the Washington Post, the CIA has concluded that Russia intervened in the election to help you win the presidency. Your reaction? I think it's ridiculous. I think it's just another excuse. Uh, I don't believe it. Uh, I, I don't know why. And uh, I think it's just, uh, you know, they talk about uh, all sorts of things. Every week it's another excuse. We had a massive landslide victory, as you know, in the Electoral College. I guess the final numbers are now at 306, and she, you know, down to a very low number. Uh, no, I don't believe that at all. You say you don't know why. Do you think that the CIA is trying to overturn the results no, of the election or somehow to, to weaken you in office? Well, if you look at the story and you take a look at what they said, uh, there's great confusion. Nobody really knows. And hacking is very interesting. Once they hack, if you don't catch them in the act, you're not going to catch them. They have no idea if it's Russia or China or somebody. It could be somebody sitting in a bed someplace. Okay. This is a problem, okay? What? Trump has trashed this report. This is from the Central Intelligence Agency. The CIA is not Democrat or Republican. And remember that those in the CIA, even those who head the CIA, might stay from a Democratic regime to a Republican regime and vice versa. President-elect Donald Trump said in an election broadcast Sunday yesterday he didn't believe American intelligent assessments. And by the way, this is a guy who gets once a week intelligence briefly, briefings instead of one or more times a day and probably gets more of his intel from Twitter. Uh, he said he didn't believe American intel assessments that Russia had intervened to help his candidacy, casting blame for the reports on Democrats. You just heard him. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's just another excuse. And that was yesterday with Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday. He said, I don't believe it. By the way, he hasn't bothered to see the intel. 
He also indicated that as president, he wouldn't take the daily intelligence briefing that President Obama and all of his predecessors have taken and have received. Now, Trump, who has received the briefing sparingly as president-elect, said that it was often repetitive and that he would take it when he needs it. Now, the problem with that, folks, is he may take it too late. A crisis could be bumbling over. This is foolish, to say the least. Quote, you know, I'm like a smart person, he said. President William Jefferson Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar with an IQ of, I think, 174, the level of genius, an Einstein level. And he took daily intelligence briefings. You know, I'm like a smart person, Donald Trump said. I don't have to be told the same thing in the same words every single day for the next eight years. Eight? God help us. He said that he had instructed, and, and by the way, very, you, beyond presumptuous, he said that he had instructed the officials who gave the briefing, if something should change from this point immediately, call me, I'm available on a one minute's notice. Now, this is, this is unfair to the intelligence community, folks. His, it's his responsibility to attend the briefings. That's part of his job description as commander-in-chief. It is part of the job of commander-in-chief, what? One, to keep us safe. Things change in the intelligence community. And maybe it doesn't change for a week or two, but then it, it can flip on a dime. Hello, 9-11. Hello, Benghazi. Since Republicans love to say that word so much. By the way, you don't hear much about that since Hillary lost, like I said again. The Obama administration reached a consensus months ago that Russia was trying to meddle in the election, and after initially believing that Russia's goal was to undermine American democratic process, the intel agencies concluded a week after the vote that the Russian efforts had been intended, at least in their latter stages, to help Donald Trump become president. Trump said the new reports were politically motivated. He said, quote, I think the Democrats are putting it out because they suffered one of the greatest defeats in the history of politics in this country. Uh, No, not really. If you look at the number of electoral college votes of other people, both left and right, it was not a landslide. It is not a mandate. During the campaign, he also dismissed any suggestion of Russian meddling. Now, the Washington Post and the New York Times reported Friday before the weekend that American intelligence agencies had concluded that Russia took covert action during the campaign to harm the candidacy of Hillary Clinton. Trump's transition team responded to those reports with a blistering statement Friday night, dismissing the intel agencies as the same people that had that said Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. That's not true. Many of those CIA people that are there now were not in place at that time. Uh, and by the way, it was it was George W. Bush who who said that and knew that it was not true when he said it. The Iraq case has been the subject of a long-running debate over whether the intel was tainted, over whether the Bush White House read it selectively to support the decision to go to war. I bet on the latter. Trump's incoming chief of staff, Reince Priebus, tried to walk that back yesterday, saying that Trump trusts the CIA. Now listen, if you're commander-in-chief, you don't trust your FBI, you don't trust your CIA, you don't trust your generals, and you think you're smarter than them and know better than them, that is not the best way to start. Rice Priebitz denied that the RNC was hacked. Interesting. Just the DNC. Hmm. Interesting. Given his 
ideas for revenge combined with his notorious thin skin. This threatens to result in a lasting relationship of distrust and ill will between the president and the intel community. That was Paul Pillar, former deputy director of the CIA's counterterrorism center. Uh, This is going to be very, very nasty. Okay, the Russians between Trump and spy agencies could escalate even further as dozens of analysts begin work on a project ordered by our president, Barack Obama, currently to deliver a comprehensive report on Russian intervention in the election before Trump's inauguration in January. And the aides to the president have pledged to make as much of the report public as possible once it is completed. Senators John McCain and Lindsey Graham issued a joint statement yesterday with the incoming Democratic leader Chuck Schumer and Tom Top Armed Forces Committee Democrat Jack Reed that and that's two Democrats, two Republicans there bipartisan that Russian interference in the election should alarm every American. They said Congress must investigate further without allowing it to become a partisan issue. And Friday, the Washington Post reported that administration officials broadly laid out the evidence that U.S. spy agencies had collected showing Russia's role in cyber intrusions in at least two states and in email hacks of Democratic organizations and individuals. They also made the case for a united bipartisan front response. Trump's transition team disparaged the CIA assessment of the work as the same people that said Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. Kellyanne Conway, the Trump senior advisor, said yesterday Trump will not interfere with the legislative branch regarding calls for an investigation. Um, There are three branches of government. Also, she said that the president-elect absolutely respects the intelligence community. No, he doesn't. Listen to what he just said. He's made it very clear he's going to put his own people in there as well. Okay, what are we talking about? Are we talking about an independent analysis? No, that's not independent if it's his people. Okay, quote, This cannot become a partisan issue. That was a senator's joint statement. The stakes are too high for our country. We are committed to working in this bipartisan manner, and we will seek to unify our colleagues. The list goes on. Let me ask you some questions. One, if – I mean, it appears that Trump does not trust the intel community, calling their assessment that Russia influenced our election ridiculous and an excuse. Is this going to cause problems for Trump and intelligent officials during his term, which I'm hoping is one? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. How would Trump know whether the CIA's claims on Russia are true or false? He refuses intelligence briefings, and he's indicated he won't receive daily briefings even when he's president. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Republican leader Mitch McConnell and others like John McCain have said that Russia is not our friend. They've encouraged the investigation into these hacks. And yet Trump continues to praise Putin and wants to appoint Rex Tillerson, a good friend of Vladimir Putin, a friend of the Kremlin, and wants him not Secretary of Commerce or Energy, Secretary of State. Does this prove Trump's in bed with Putin? And do you think Tillerson will get confirmed? All he needs is the 51 votes. But three or four Republicans are saying, I'm not sure about this. 888, I think Republicans will bend over and do what they do for their party. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. It seems like Russia hacked both sides. So where is the information they are holding over Trump's head? Could this explain the appointment of Tillerson as Secretary of State? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Wouldn't this be an issue a president-elect would like to have resolved before he starts as the leader of the free world? Is Trump too thin-skinned or naive to realize this? He loves this drama, doesn't he? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Trump's transition team responded to the intel reports with a blistering statement dismissing intel agencies as the same people that had Saddam Hussein that said Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. 
Why is Trump insulting individuals he's going to be working closely with for the next four years? CIA, FBI, generals. Is this already creating a rift between the commander-in-chief and these agencies before he enters the Oval Office? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. A bipartisan group of senators said that Russia's hacks should alarm every American and cannot become a partisan issue. So why does Trump want to create division? Instead of unifying, is it what you want? I want to unite the country. Instead of unifying behind this investigation, is it possible that Trump and his team knew about the hacks during the campaign, folks? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. A former U.S. ambassador to Russia pointed out, let's remember that Vladimir Putin thinks Clinton interfered in his election, the parliamentary election in December 2011. So why wouldn't he like to retaliate against Clinton? Does this make you more inclined to believe the intel community over Trump? 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. Coming back to your calls, your tweets and more right after this. And we're back on Leslie Marshall. Donald Trump's uh, poo-pooing the CIA who is saying, look, Ru- Russia hacked into our election process. Even Republicans are saying, we got to check this out. What do you say? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Shane is in Reno listening online one on KBZZ Radio. Hey, Shane, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I think you predicting my career shows that the only show that would take my call. Okay, so um, I voted for Trump because I don't believe in abortion, and I mean I researched abortion on the Democratic side and the Republican side, and oh, well, I guess um. The Republicans are anti-abortion, and I guess if the Republicans are anti-abortion... Yeah, I I, I hear you, Shane. I hear you, and I appreciate uh, that. A lot of people have a one issue, and abortion was the issue for you. However, Donald Trump has absolutely zero power to to change uh, people's individual choices via the law, Roe v. Wade, uh, 1973... Um, and the president cannot, he can support, he can appoint a Supreme Court member, but I have, and I have very conservative people that tell me Roe v. Wade is and will be the law of the land. There's really not a lot that can be done about it because you can't just say we want Roe v. Wade overturned. There has to be legal precedent that comes up through the courts on a local level, then a state level, um, you know, state Supreme Court level, uh, all the way to the Supreme Court. And then the Supreme Court has to accept that uh, particular case on their docket, on their calendar. They're just not going to do that. And and, and to do that, you have to remember, um, you have to remember how many lies. First first of all, Republicans say they want less government. So why would you want the government in a woman's uterus? We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. We're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only true democracy in a talk radio. Scott and Ithaca, you were next. Give us a buzz back. Let's go to Paul in Washington, line two, listening to our stream on Spreaker. You can get that through our website, lesliemarshallshow.com. It's a division of iHeartRadio. Hi, Paul. Hi, Leslie. Uh, well, I, I said, I hate to say it. I hate to say I told you so, but yep. several months ago, I did say, uh, when we found out that the DNC had been hacked, but of course they hacked the RNC too. Uh, that was that was just so obvious that that 
these guys are not nice guys. They didn't say, oh, yeah, guess what? We'll hack the DNC, help you out a little bit there. So you use, they use one set of, of, of hacked information to damage the candidate who they, do, they dislike, Hillary Clinton, and they use the other uh, set of hacked information from the RNC to blackmail them. And that's exactly what's going on. I'll tell you something, Leslie. Donald J. Trotsky is not the legitimate president of the United States of America. The United States of America has been overthrown. The, the executive of the United States of America has been overthrown by corrupting the most important process, the, the thing that upholds our country, and that is a free and fair election. No country would, go, would try to overthrow the United States militarily. No country would do that. Because, you see, we build up this giant military as if we're, you know, we're guarding the front door, or the thieves are going through the back door and through the basement windows. Of course, terrorists came up with asymmetrical attacks and used them very effectively against us in Iraq. We lost the Iraq War. And other countries, not only Russia and China, but you can probably count on uh, our allies, <laughs> the Western allies, including Israel, to be hacking our, our, uh, our uh, cyber intelligence as well. We have been overthrown. And guess who they got? You know, it's the people with all the guns who they've got on their side saying, yeah, Trump, yeah, he's who we want. They've got a significant segment of the population on their side saying this guy's legitimate. He, Donald J. Trotsky, Trump, is a puppet of Russia. There's no question about yeah, that. Yeah, and, and when you think about this, this is this is not just like, oh, Democrats, uh, so are we lost. Yeah, we saw we lost, but here's, here's the reality. Putin wants... NATO to be dissolved. Trump wants NATO to be dissolved. And what would happen if NATO was dissolved? You would get more annexing of places like the Crimean Peninsula, which I think Vladimir Putin wants because he wants more power. He wants sanctions lifted, which this Secretary of State uh, nomination would bring if confirmed. Um, this, this, this is not um, there's a little yellow man under my bed paranoia. No, I think that Donald Trump's policies that such as that he, we can understand coming from his crazy brain, reflect he agrees with the type of government they have in Russia. A strong, powerful, oh, so-called president dictator. He's really a dictator, although he, we don't think of him that way as, uh, as classic small, small uh, potatoes dictators. But he is a – this is the kind of leadership government that Donald Trump thinks – we should have that you know when we call them the russia is not red in the old sense the old communist sense not at all they're red in the sense that they're red like texas they are red like the republicans the alt-right in this country the russia is actually the alt-right they're the worldwide alt-right they have they have they have deplorable uh human rights policies against uh, all kinds of minorities they have the same kind of economic uh, policies that the alt-right Republicans, all of the ones that Donald Trump is, 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 is uh, nominating for his cabinet. And you look at these guys, almost all of them, well, actually, I think literally all of them, in some way are either suing our government, some agency in our government that they are now being appointed to, or are, are some adversary to, that, to those agencies. They, they want to wreck these agencies. I mean, you look at the guy, the uh, uh, Oklahoma Attorney General, uh, uh, who's being appointed to the head of the EPA. 
All he does is sue the EPA. The, Donald Trump's appointees to his cabinet are people who want to wreck this government. That's exactly what they want to do. And when they do, uh, then they become more and more powerful. They want to put it in the hands of this is this is this is a Russian oligarch uh, blueprint. If I've ever seen one, because what they believe is every dollar that we pay in taxes to to our government actually belongs in their pockets. That's what they really believe. We shouldn't have a we the people choice. What we should be doing is paying them to run our country. And uh, I think the government has been seriously overthrown. It, it, I mean, not in the sense that now we're going to have tanks in our streets, but like I said, they don't need that. They realize you got the, you got the front door barricaded. We're going to go in other ways and that's what they're doing, and I think America better wake up. This is what happened in Trump. Unbelievable. And what marvelous cover to say the election's rigged, it's rigged, implying that it's rigged against him when he's the one who's raiding the store. Of course it's rigged. Of course it, I don't know if the Republican parties in Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania were actually in cahoots with the Russian hackers, but I believe this. And I don't have facts to back this up. Not yet, but I'm the one who's saying it first, and I will be, I will be found to be correct, is that the, the Republican parties that run the elections in those states left themselves wide open to be hacked so that they would have plausible deniability that one, if an investigation found that the, the, election, the voting machines were corrupted, that they couldn't be blamed. Say, oh, it was just foreign intelligence hackers. What can we do about that? Ooh, and what, and America, what the hell are you prepared to do about it? That's what Putin said, is they'll sit there and go, ah, okay, so what? We were overthrown. Now what are you going to do? Americans aren't going to do anything. You know what? I fear you're right. I do fear you're right. Um, thank you uh, for the call and the conversation, uh, Paul. Um, I agree with you. It's sad. Yeah, you've bummed me out now, but uh, it is sad. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Michael in the Bronx on line three. Michael, good afternoon. Welcome. Your take. Well, you know what, Leslie? Um, I'm also the one that would say to some of these people, I told you so. And we go as far back as when Justice Anton Scalia died and the statement made by Mitch McConnell, we will not have any Supreme Court nominee hearings until the next president. Now, I know I brought this up with you or somebody before, and the question I have was, how do you know the next um, president is going to be Republican? So fast forwarding to what we now know about Trump, and we kept warning people that Trump is not presidential. He is totally out for himself. And we fear of the possible hacking of Russia. Sure enough, that has come to light now. You know, I will, you know, step back a bit and commend the, not just the Democrats, of course, because they've warned us as well, but some of the Republicans who are saying, this is serious, we cannot be having any kind of invasion into our nation, you know, with the hacking and all that. But the thing is, is that those Republicans are partially responsible for this. In fact, they are largely responsible for what has been transpiring here. So my question is that are they really starting to turn over a new leaf and really having concern for the safety of Americans, which includes themselves, 
or are they seeing that they really bleep up or messed up, I should say, and they they think that you know their political futures are now over either by um, us, the people, or even by Trump himself. I mean, Trump has shown himself to be like the boss hog of the United States, and he cannot be trusted. Look at the people that he's appointed to. I'm sorry. You're talking. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were um, about to ask me something. But no. I'm saying, look at the people that he's appointed in his cabinet. Everybody who has zero, zero qualifications, zero experience, and it's become like a blasted joke, and we are in serious, interesting circumstances. My only hope right now, and I know President Obama has ordered a full investigation of this hacking, but we still have this electoral college that has to confirm these votes. I'm hoping to God for a miracle that they see fit not to confirm Donald Trump. Well, that would be a miracle, Michael. I hear you, and I'd love that to happen, but it's not realistic. Thank you for the call. Not realistic at all. I I mean, because, you know, you're talking about eight Democrats. You're talking about 37 Republicans. Am I correct in that number? Um, And you have one Republican so far and eight Democrats. So you you have nine out of 45 that might do it. And there are 10 that apparently have asked for an investigation and want to hold um, casting their votes until there is an investigation into the CIA's findings and allegation. Uh, but I, I just don't, even even with, you know, 10 and, you know, asking for that, uh, which of those a Democrat, which of those a Republican, or even, you know what I'm saying? There's just no way. I just no way. Just like I don't think that Republicans will have the spine of the cojones uh, to vote against his nominees. Unfortunately, they tend to bend over for the candidate and the party time and time again. Democrats do it, too. Let's continue with the calls. We go to Jake and Eureka in, in California on line four, listening on KGOE radio. Hey, Jake, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. You know, I would say Donald Trump is a Manchurian candidate, but that's not precisely correct. Uh, actually, what Trump is is a Siberian candidate. Um, I, you know, and this idea of Rex Tillerson as Secretary of State is so laughable and so offensive, even to, you know, some Republican senators, like uh, Rand Paul, for instance, and uh, a couple others, um, having Tillerson as Secretary of State must, I believe, must be a result of some of this information that they no doubt have on Trump and the Russian government, because they hacked both sides. They hacked the RNC. That's already been confirmed by the CIA, regardless of right, this is lies about that issue. You know, you can say, oh, the RNC wasn't hacked. Uh, we already know it was. And I'm sure, along with that, Trump's business organization must have been hacked, his presidential campaign. And since Trump can't even release the tax returns, his business dealings with everybody are so shady that he can't even release the tax returns, just imagine what the Russian government has on Donald Trump and how they're going to blackmail this guy the entire four years he's in office. But we can't have this guy in office for four years if he's being blackmailed by the Russians. He needs to go. He needs to go now. Well, a lot of people agree with you. Unfortunately, um, it would seem our country split almost on what is right and not giving a damn about what is wrong. Uh, Jake, thank you for the call. Let's go to a break, and when we come back, we'll take more of your calls. I'm Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. We're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Let's take uh, the calls talking about Russia. There's a lot with uh, Russia to talk about. Let's go to Scott in Ithaca. He's back with us on line two, listening on WNYY. Hey, Scott, good to have you with us. What's your comment on this? Yeah, I think uh, probably anybody that... uh thinks that, um, you know, they know the absolute answer probably either isn't on the inside circle or is just 
you know, imagining that you could predict, uh, you know, what's really going on behind the scenes. But on the other hand, there, there are some, there are some breaks to the system, which are good. And, and, you know, being foreign military, I know this, I don't think that the top military brass that's in place, aside from uh, any generals that he assigns, you know, when, once he becomes president, are going to let him completely go rogue with, with any one particular either military issue or geopolitical issue or whatever. And and as bad as I think things are, um, you know, like from a progressive standpoint, and there's like the doom and gloom kind of atmosphere that's out there, I think I think people should be reassured at least that, we do have those stops in the system, and I'm sure that there's going to be meetings where some of the military brass is going to tell them, uh, Mr. President, yeah, you can't do that legally. So, And if you do it, um, <laughs> we're going to get you in trouble for it. Um, I, just don't, I just don't think it's quite as bad as people make out, and I think he, if he does have some business dealings there, uh, I mean, Putin is a total criminal, but if he does have business dealings there that are, um, are going to come, you know, to the surface if they're if they're just business dealings and they're and they're ethics issues and they're not really legal issues. Then he's probably going to have a way out. But if they become to the military, if they pose a security risk, um, I, I have a feeling they're going to shut them down. Okay, so so you being a former military, a vet. Thank you for your service, by the way. And I've talked to you before. Right. To talk to you again. Um, I, and and I have not been in our military family and military. Uh, cousin in Afghanistan right now um I I when somebody doesn't have respect for the intelligence briefings to get them daily and thinks he's smart smarter or doesn't seem to respect the generals doesn't seem to respect the intelligence community is this a powder keg waiting to happen are we looking at some kind of a a coup or mutiny if you will um I think they have ways uh, the military probably has ways of backing him into a corner and saying you know, if you don't do the minimum kind of things that are expected of you in your office, um, we're going to make your life miserable. And there's those ways of leaking things out that they have, you know, that they can do. Um, I, I think there's resources that they can pursue um, because there is there is a code of laws. I mean, not, the code of laws mostly, you know, when you're active duty applies to you and it doesn't apply to the average civilian. But there are, there are laws on the books and in our Constitution that, basically protect the rights of, of us as a country. And I think they have, I think the military has a lot more leeway than most people realize. Oh, okay. Wow. Anything else? No. Um, yeah, I think this, I think, you know, the gloom or doom thing is, you know, you definitely have to be cautious as a, as a citizen, you know, and, and diligent. And, you know, we have to make sure that we kind of hold certain politicians feet to the fire. But, as far as some of the people that predicting, they're predicting extreme gloom and doom. I just think the system has a way of self-correcting itself. That's why when people say it's dangerous because the president can press the button, and like Hillary Clinton said, there's four minutes. What people don't like to talk about is it takes two people. You have to have two people press that button. So uh, to keep us from, you know, I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Cuckoo breakdown, you know, uh, in the commander in chief's mind, whether it's this or another. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is uh, the number. Uh, let's go next to uh, Reggie. And uh, Reggie, thank you for calling. And Reggie listens on our stream, I believe. Good afternoon, Reggie. What's your comment? Well, happy Monday to you, Leslie. And 
How is that going to work out for him if uh, President-elect Donald J. Trump doesn't listen to take advice from or even trust his future advisors? How is he going to operate fully, efficiently, and effectively? I, honestly, I do not know. I do not know because, you know, one of, one of the things that um, I, I find, I have great respect for people that know how to say, I don't know. Right. Or I don't know how to do that, or I'm willing to learn, or I can always be better. My right. husband is a top orthopedic surgeon here in Southern California, and he continues to go to courses every year to become more educated. He goes and watches other people's surgeries and, you know, surgeons he considers equal or better than himself. And right. he does this to constantly better himself and up his game. That's how I was raised. That's the guy I married. That's what I try and do. I'm, you know, I, I am never, I hope, going to get to a point where it's like, well, I know it all, you know. And I'm certainly not, nor is my pre- uh, husband, uh, the level of a president. But I'm just saying, to me, um, the smartest people know they're not, e- even if they're the smartest person in the room, they're always willing to know more, and they have a humility about them. And I don't see that at all, and I don't think we'll ever see that at all from this president, future, yeah, future what, president. What if he makes a mistake? Uh, the biggest mistake of his life and the world. I'm I'm concerned about a mistake. Um, yeah. I think, it, but you know what? He's opened his foot, put it, his mouth in it, and you know, tweeted things. Uh, it's it's almost like it doesn't matter. The problem is the mistakes on a national level. People seem not to hold his feet to the fire. But what happens in an, on an international level? What happens if he angers the wrong? He to me, I've said this before. I had an argument with somebody at Fox today about this. If he puts a Muslim registry and a Muslim ban in place, I think the Muslim nations will band together and stick the middle finger to the United States. And we'll be screwed, my friend. We will be screwed. Because we need them to fight ISIS. We need them as an ally. They are the fastest growing religion in the world. And on top of that, they have over 1.6 billion people. Right. It's power in numbers. And and, and quite frankly, you don't want them to set... You don't want them to... To turn their heads or to fund ISIS, as, as some of these countries we know are, we want them to help us to defeat ISIS. So that that's an area where I have concern, where a tweet or a legislative action could be deadly for Americans here and abroad. Thank you for everyone listening today. We'll be back tomorrow. Marky Mark is off. Steve Trippi in for him. Andrew is with us as well. Keep in mind, this is your show. We'll be back tomorrow. And on January 2nd, we move to 1 hour, 3 p.m. Eastern to 4 p.m. Eastern right where you're listening right now. We'll have a good day and evening. We'll be back tomorrow.